guys welcome to another episode of dance with doing which is now mike on the couch thank you for listening thank you for sparing your time and your data thank you to everyone who listened to the podcast the last episode thank you so much for sharing with friends thank you for always just want to say thank you so last week last the last episode we had my friend my very good friend oche on the podcast you spoke about how to manage relationships with the opposite sex when feelings get involved and he shared a very interesting story with us about a current situation he's dealing with pertaining to that topic and it was really an amazing time we couldn't even finish it because like if we had gone on and on like we won't we'll be spending over three hours talking about that topic so today is another interesting one i have with me a very good friend she's also my namesake she's a lawyer by profession she's going to be talking to us about our journey to motherhood i hope that you would guys would love it and learn one or two things from it and enjoy it so over to you doing so about um actually doing could not make it to the studio today to record together because of the covid19 and because she has a child and she can't keep be moving around and all that so we have to record separately so i already gave doing some set of questions for us to answer regarding this topic so she already has all the topic all the questions i already asked her and she will be answering them one by one so guys stay tuned and listen and enjoy thank you Hi everyone, my name is Doyin Ranshiri. I am a mother of one and um, I'll just be answering some questions that Doyin, okay, give me to answer about my journey to motherhood, the experience and that. So the first question is, did you wait quite a while before you came? Were people already asking you, babe, how far now? Okay, so I got married May 26, 2018, and I had my baby April 20, 2019. So when I got married, um, we didn't plan to have kids immediately, but it happened, and we bless God. We bless God for it. So um no we didn't wait and no nobody asked us how far do you understand just the normal bands you know that ah you know you you people have twins or twins on the way i think i think that's just what they do for everyone i don't know the funny thing is that someone even um told me that she had a vision that i had twins and then i, I don't even know if i was pregnant yet or not as i then as i when she told me this news but I was like oh, okay okay let's just let's just leave it at that next question how did the pregnancy happen did I know immediately so I didn't I didn't know immediately what happened was that I in in August I missed my period by one day you know and I'd been expecting like ah, when's this period coming I'm never having like the regular period symptoms then also 
on um it was on a saturday morning i remember this because i remember that saturday morning i was going to see my younger brother in law school then he was in law school in lagos and then he okay i woke up i made white rice and fish stew and you know i felt so so tired i'm like ah, ah, it's just morning it's not even 11 o'clock yet it's not even noon yet and i'm feeling this tired like i just made white rice and fish stew like there's no big deal in that it was it's quite a simple meal so why should i be feeling this tired i've never left home to go to my brother yet but you know I was so so tired so when we go back that day i was like oh i'm actually very tired and you know i've not seen my period and my husband was like ah ah okay let's take a pregnancy test we took a pregnancy test i think i took the first one it was positive i was like babe i think i'm pregnant it was like wow 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 like he just kept saying wow like this is quite unexpected like wasn't planned for and all of that but you know we thank god it happened when it happened because our daughter is a huge huge blessing and we're grateful for that so that's how i got to know i was pregnant i missed my period and i was unusually tired another thing was i remember one day i was get i was coming back from work and i cl- I close work around five thirty, so it was around three p m then and i'd been i was craving indomie like it was crazy in my head i'd already prepared indomie i was like this indomie i usually my indomie i just make it plain i just had like a little bit of extra pepper but this time around i was like no this indomie is going to have sausage it's going to have vegetables like the indomie was ready in my head it was like ah this indomie is going to be the bomb so on my way home i already bought like all the ingredients as soon as i got home you know how you would rush to use the bathroom like if you're pressed and you know you were in transit when you get to like your destination the way you rush to go and use the bathroom that was how i rushed into the kitchen i was like if i didn't eat that indomie something was going to happen to me but i didn't think anything of it because i mean it's my first time being pregnant so i didn't really know you know what to expect and all of that so I guess that was also a sign I missed I missed out on. Okay. Then the next question is did I have any fears as a first time mom? Funny enough, not really. I would say no. I didn't really have any fears and I don't even know why. Because before I got pregnant, this was before I even got married at all, before I even thought of marriage or anything like that. I used to watch um birth vlogs on YouTube. I don't know why I did that, but I just watched it and it was like in fact I even used to cry with them. It was like so beautiful and all of that welcoming a baby into the world and all of that was was a beautiful process to watch. So I didn't really have any fears to be honest. I was like, okay. It doesn't seem so bad. But immediately I got pregnant, I just stopped watching those videos. Like just to have just to not be nervous concerning birth and all of that stuff. Next question, did I stress my husband? Um I wouldn't say I stressed him to be honest, because I didn't have like I didn't have weird cravings. Although I had a lot of cravings, but I didn't have weird cravings. 
there were cravings that were readily available around me so i craved things like you know pepper soup i craved party jollof rice i craved pizza i craved um shawarma i craved ice cream yeah and i craved indomie like i was eating indomie back to back like and my indomie had mad pepper like it was it was crazy like anyone couldn't eat like a fuck of my indomie because it was like in fact it was like i was eating pepper indomie was just the let's say side dish so i didn't really stress him to be honest but then my first and second in fact my in fact throughout i think mostly my second and third trimester i was always throwing up like i threw up a lot if i if i if i had something that was you know didn't really sit in my system i would throw up then i had love heartburn as well and yeah that was and then if i didn't if um the room wasn't aerated like if there wasn't like light or something if i was hot basically i was you know i couldn't sleep at all then i used to eat a lot of ice block like i always wanted ice block funny thing was in my delivery room the ac was on the weather was cold but i still asked for ice cubes i remember the nurse saying should i get you ice cubes i said yes please i was chewing ice cubes in my delivery ward <laughs> it was quite funny okay the next question did i have any discomfort sleeping i wouldn't say i had discomfort till like my third trimester you know when you're now um heavy when your tummy is you know protruding and it's quite big so I actually had discomfort sleeping. You know, I couldn't really sleep on my back again. I couldn't obviously I couldn't sleep on my front. So I had to sleep with my side, and even at that, it wasn't so comfortable. I had to use like pillows. I had to adjust and so many other things. I remember the last week of my pregnancy, like walking and sitting were like chores. I felt so much pain. I might at my um like my lower abdomen and i remember telling the doctor that you know i feel this so this this pain like is it normal and he was like you know madam you've carried this baby for 39 weeks that was the saturday preceding the saturday i gave birth on a saturday so that was saturday preceding saturday i gave birth that was like my my last antenatal so he was like you've carried this baby for so long there's no how you wouldn't feel pain there. Imagine carrying a load on your neck for this long. Your neck will feel the pain. So it's pretty normal. But don't worry, your baby will soon be here and you will feel alright. Ba 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 ba. So that was that. Then the food triggers and the food I couldn't stand. Funny enough, I've I think I've answered that um in my I've answered that while discussing. Um I I wanted um Indomie indomie was like number one on my list i wanted pepper soup shawarma ice cream and party jollof rice i remember in fact during the sala celebration i didn't really know anyone that was like you know so close to me that would say okay let me go and celebrate with these people so I called one of my friends. She had neighbors that were Muslims. In fact, every year, this was like a huge party. I was like, babe, it's like we'll be coming to eat salah as in, um, I want, um, 
I feel like eating party jello fresh. She was like, I'm sure, come. So I went to my husband and we ate the salad food. Like it was so it was so nice. And you know when you satisfy a craving, I felt like the food got there. Like I really enjoyed that. So I think that was just it. I didn't really have any food that irritated me to be honest. The only thing was if I had eaten and probably I had eaten too much, I would throw up. I think that was just it. Then the next question is um the peeing thing normal like you would always pee like always always pee like because the baby's resting on you on your bladder i think so you i always felt pressed so i peed a lot definitely then how was labor like for me hmm. my labor was to be very honest it was very difficult i wouldn't even lie I was in so much pain. I remember discussing with the obstetrician before, you know, before I, that was the week of, the week before I was to have my baby. That, you know, I did epidural options and all of that. And it was like, ah, I wouldn't lie to you. It's not something that is so common here in Nigeria that you even would even need a specialist to administer it and it was it was going to cost me about i think 250,000 naira for just one injection and i'm thinking ah how much is it going to deliver this baby so i was like okay so that's probably not an option in this in this scenario so okay let me take my mind off that how else can i how else can i have an easy labor and delivery so I was like, we'll just, you know, let's just see how it goes. And then I, um, the morning of the day I had my baby, that was around, okay, around 1 a.m. My husband and I were awake because the baby was kicking so much. I was so uncomfortable. I couldn't lie down. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. And I remember um, even throwing up on that day. So we now, we now said, okay. I felt better after I threw up and after a while we just spoke and you know at um we we're about to go back to sleep at three AM. I just felt um water down there and I stood up and I was like, Babe, I think my water has broken and we're still contemplating is it it is not it because my obstetrician already told me immediately you see um Immediately your water breaks, come to the hospital to uh, avoid infections and all of that. So we're still contemplating. We just saw the second splash. I said, okay, this is this is it. And my mom had already come to stay with us a week before. So she was like, um, if your baby doesn't come tomorrow, I'm going to my house. So I was like, okay, well, let's see how it goes. So the evening of the day before I gave birth, that was Friday evening, my mom was like, ah, madam, you're just sitting at home, gaining weights, ah, eating... You need to try and get this baby out. So she was like, I should take a stroll. So I went on a stroll with my husband. And on our went, took like, it was quite a distance. So on our way back, I felt a contraction. Like I felt contraction. I knew it was contraction because it was a pain I'd never experienced before. But it just came once. And from then, I didn't feel anything again till 3 a.m. when I said my water broke. So after my water broke, we heading to the hospital 
the funny thing was that I told my husband to tell the landlord that you know, okay, the estate gate would need like contact of you know the gatemen so that when it happens, we would as if I knew I was going to go into labor in the midnight. When it happens, we would have easy access to go out of the gate. Fine. And he took he collected the number actually. When we when it happened and we we're about to go to the hospital, gatemen were nowhere to be found. We're calling, nothing, nothing. Nando was like, okay, you know, we'll just break the padlock. That's fine. So we did that and went to the hospital. We got to the hospital around, I think, 3.30 a.m. So the doctor, the funny thing is I didn't even know anything about labor and delivery as such. And I didn't know that they were going to check me with their hand. That was another difficult process for me. I was like, what is this? As in, I'm having pains and you are putting your hand down there. Like, that is, ah, uh, it was just, it was very, uncom- it was very uncomfortable to be, to say the least. So I met the doctor. She was like, oh, is this your first baby? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Are you open to, um, speeding up labor? I was like, of course, yes. I'm open to anything that will ease me out and let me have this baby as soon as possible at this point i was thinking okay um 6 a.m latest my baby will be here i didn't know i was in for a shocker anyways i spoke to the doctor while they were getting my room ready she checked me she was like ah madam you're literally like just one centimeter and i'm thinking and i'm in this much pain and this is just one centimeter ah oh girl we still have a long way to go near so that happened they got me in my room i couldn't even eat anything the nurse came in and was like madam you need to eat so that you have strength to push this baby i remember her telling me because i didn't really attend um antenatal classes i went for my checkups but i didn't attend the classes so she was like telling me what to expect during my delivery and i was like um have you had a baby before and i remember i remember her telling me yes so I was like, okay, she she could relate to what I'm feeling. So I would listen to her. So I remember when I finished having my, when I had my baby, and I was telling her that I was just talking. I forgot what we were talking about. She was like that. Uh, she doesn't have kids. So I was like, so you lied to me. She said she knew that if she had told me the truth, I would discard everything she had to say. So I was like, that's very true. Like, how did you even know? <laughs> I was going to do that. She was like, oh. I'm not the first person, blah, 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 blah. So, Sha, after they got me in my room, I couldn't eat. I was in a lot of pain. Like, the pain was intense. I've never been in such pain in my entire life. When I was talking to my nurses, they were like, after, like, childbirth is the worst pain you would experience. The only thing that can compare to it, like, next thing that comes after it is um, being born to life. So you can imagine the extent of pain I was experiencing. In fact, that day, I was just calling Jesus. Like, I was just, oh, it was, it was, it was interesting. Let me just say the list. It was, it was interesting. So, um, okay. And, uh, okay, it was around 10 a.m. They came to check how far I dilated again. I was only two centimeters dilated. And you can't push your baby out till you are 10 centimeters dilated. So I wasn't even dilating fast. 
I remember after then the obstetrician came and he was like he checked me again and he was like I was just I think four centimeters. This was around four PM. So I wasn't even dilating fast. So you can imagine I got to the hospital at three thirty AM at four PM I was still just four centimeters and I had ten centimeters to go to get to at this point i was tired i was exhausted i was really looking at my husband's face like yo i think we're going to have to get a cesarean section because at this point i'm actually done like i'm i'm done if i'm dilating this slow and i'm in this much pain because i couldn't even sleep for like 30 minutes straight without feeling pains so the doctor was like ah oh, madam um bye around he was like okay your baby will be here okay this okay he said your baby will be here anytime from 5 6 p.m and i'm thinking do i still have the energy to wait that long like oh god i'm in so much pain anyways around um i think 5 p.m so they came and administered what's the name oxytocin so that was to speed up my labor and between 5 and 6 p.m., I got, like, that, in fact, that oxytocin took my pain level from 100% to 500%. Like, the pain was unbearable. It became mad. Like, I'd, it, I can't even describe it. It was like they were grinding something in your, in your stomach, in your lower abdomen. Like, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was intense. But that actually hastened my... Um, it hastened my, um, what do you call that thing? My labor process, and I was um, dilating faster, cause by six p.m. I was already ten centimeter. And I remember saying to the midwives that, oh, I need to pee, and they were like, okay, go into the toilet to pee, and I went in there and I'm like, nothing is coming out. There. I don't need to pee again. The woman was like, you need to pee, madam. She was like, okay, I should um lay down so she got this i've forgotten what they call it but anyway she used it to extract my pee and my bladder was actually full then they were like oh um you're 10 centimeters but you're not ready to push it don't push it if you push you're going to have a tear i was like what is this woman saying it's not 10 centimeters you people said we'll get to and i'll be able to push i'm at 10 centimeters now you're telling me I shouldn't push because if I push, I would tear. So she checked me. She was like, and the up part is ready, down part is not ready. I couldn't even understand what she was saying at that point. I just needed to push my baby out. So at this point, they are taking me from my room to the delivery ward. So I was like, okay, I wouldn't push, but I was in so much pain. So that was when I asked for ice. I remember asking for ice. I was inside ac i was sweating my husband was by my side he was holding my hand i was like fan me okay it was it was fanning me as well i was like you're not doing it well like i need i need a like i need you to fan me very well so the nurse was like should i get you ice cubes i was like please i would appreciate it most definitely so she gave me ice cubes and then it was now time to push and they go okay madam okay they already told me as well when they were checking like five different people came to check me at different times to check like how many centimeters dilated i was they're like so the obstetrician was like oh it's a little bit tight down there we would have to cut 
cut it down there and i'm thinking wait till we cut my kidney ha another story on its own so like whatever i just need this baby to come out that's all i need so when it was time to push they already injected me no they had not injected me they had not injected down there but it was so close so when the baby's head was already crowning i remember them telling my husband come and see your baby tell just tell your wife to push a little bit more and you know um your baby will be out so i remember now pushing and all of that so i got injected down there and they caught me when the baby was already very close i think the baby's head was already coming out and then my baby came out and then they put her on my chest that moment was like I, I can't explain it in words it was it was very very beautiful i just looked at her now and i was like oh my god she has so much hair like i was so i was like oh thank god like she has hair you know i was so happy but then my baby was barely crying like she literally wasn't crying and i remember the nurse telling me rub her very well rub her very well and then next thing i knew was they carried her away from me and i remember the other nurse shouting doctor doctor they took her to the um what would i call so the nursery to try and resuscitate her and get her you know breathing well her heartbeat and all of that so while they were trying to stitch me up because um they cut me down there because my kidney was too you know was too tight basically so the other end was trying to stitch me up clean me up and do all of that stuff they were also trying to you know resuscitate my baby and at that moment i felt in fact i felt peace i couldn't explain it i felt peace i felt joy because i knew that the fact that i was able to you know go through this pregnancy process everything God had my back and nothing was going to happen to my baby. Um, backtrack a little story. When I was seven months, I was having pains. And I'm thinking, what kind of pain is this? I can't explain it. First day, I let it go. Second day, third day, I was like, okay, this is not normal. Let me go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital. And then my husband was there around. He went to, he was out of Lagos for work. So I was staying with my parents. So my mom was like, ah, I should go to the hospital, blah, 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 blah. So I, I, I went to the hospital. I remember going to the hospital. The hospital I was using, in fact, I used three different hospitals throughout my pregnancy. The first one I was in, I had to change it because of this, again, this explanation I'm about to give. So I went to the hospital. I saw the doctor. The doctor was like, okay, madam, go and do a scan. I did a scan. I remember asking the lab guy that was happening, what's going on. I was like, doctor will see you. Doctor will tell you. And I'm thinking, what's happening? So I went to the doctor. The doctor was like, madam, ah, you have fibroid. And I'm thinking, what's coming out of your mouth? You can't even be like sympathetic and everything. He wasn't, he wasn't even like, he wasn't nice basically. So, and I remember, that's another story from that day. But that's how he told me. So, I got back into my car. And also, it was like, that, okay, we just have to watch it side by side. The baby's growth and hope that, you know, it doesn't outgrow the baby and all of that stuff. And I remember going into my car and thinking, but God, 
this wasn't our agreement you promised me like a smooth journey you promised me good health and all and i remember saying all that and i remember crying i remember calling my husband calling my mom and the funny thing was that subconsciously i believed the report of the doctor my husband was like never that you need to go to another hospital do the test again that this is not a portion my mom was already like a child of god how would you accept this as your report? Ba, 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 I was like, I'm not doing any other test. Ba, 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 ba. I was just, I was just. In fact, I was confused. I was heartbroken. Everything that could happen was happening to me at that point. So my husband was like, No, babe, you have to do another test. Please, just you know, we'll go to the hospital we usually use before and all of that. Just do another test, a regular hospital. So I was like, Okay. I'll go there tomorrow and do another test. So I went there. I did. I just told the doctor that I wanted to do a scan. So I didn't. I didn't even give him like background or anything. And I told him I was feeling pains. So I was like, okay, let's do the scan. He did the scan. He said I don't see anything that I should explain my symptoms to him. So I told him I was feeling pains down there and all of that stuff on my stomach, all of that stuff. And he was like, hmm, from your symptoms you're having preterm contractions and i'm like i'm just seven months why would i be having contractions so i was like you know what you need to go on bed rest and i need to put you on these medications so he did that okay funny thing was the medications i got from the other hospital because they gave me some medications and me anytime i get any medication i'm always googling the medications they gave me from that other hospital was um it was for i think blood pressure and it wasn't to be administered to a pregnant woman that was over six months so that was why i even agreed to even do the other um to do the scan at the other hospital so i didn't i did that and i didn't go back to that hospital anymore because of that so i had to change my hospital so I was like, you know what, we'll just monitor you and give you this and this. That you're having preterm contractions. Have you been stressing yourself? And all of that. Just 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 rest. That's all you need to do. And don't stress yourself. Don't do anything. So that's what I did. And you know, after a couple of days, I wasn't feeling that pain anymore. In fact, I think the next day or so I wasn't feeling the pain anymore. To so God be the glory. And you know, they didn't see any fibroid. So the next question, what would I advise first-time moms? I would say, don't be nervous, first of all. Don't be nervous. Secondly, everybody's birthing process is different. So, in fact, even a mom that has had, like, two kids, she would, let, she would tell you that her first experience was different from her second experience. So don't um, look at someone someone else's own and get scared or anything just pray focus on your pregnancy journey don't watch videos don't watch birthing videos i think it's just going to make you more nervous so just take everything easy don't stress yourself um be hydrated listen to your doctors i think that's what i'll just advise them and just take it easy one day at a time and you'll be fine then um what's the next question i feel like i've blabbed a lot self next question 
you know that thing they say about when you see your baby after the after the labor pain after labor the pain subsides was the case was that the case for you in fact that was the case for me immediately my baby came out it was like in fact my husband was like your smile was like 360 degrees like every it just changed and then the baby came out i didn't even remember any pain at that point obviously it was it was just very bliss like it was it was i can't put this into words but it was very beautiful like even with the fact that she didn't cry immediately i just had that peace in my in my heart it was a beautiful moment i didn't remember the pain i had gone through the pain disappeared it was like two extremes i was in extreme pain and i felt no pain at all after i had my baby so it was it was a very beautiful experience the next question is was i scared in labor you you don't have the opportunity to be scared in labor because you can't just be scared at that point you're already on the battlefield like it's a matter of life and death scared wasn't going to be an option for me because if you're scared anything can happen like you can trigger a high bp and that's that's a very bad situation to be in so there's no room to be scared there's no need to be scared trust in god have faith just take it easy and you and your baby will be fine by god's grace last question what can you compare labor pains to i think i said this earlier it's like they are grinding inside you like oh, i can't explain you know grinding machine imagine you going through it instead of the pepper going through it imagine you going through it or like they're grinding inside your stomach like it was it was intense very intense like it's the most painful experience on earth so that's my oh 30 minutes plus that's my um pregnancy journey motherhood is very sweet if you need me to talk about postpartum i'll talk about that as well i hope we've been able to learn one or two things from this podcast and i didn't just blab but that's my pregnancy journey up until i had my baby i had a very um should i say tough experience after i had my baby that's another story for another day i'll talk about that if it's wanted all right thank you so much for listening goodbye uh that was one experience thank you guys for listening till the end thank you for sparing your time and your data please share with your friends and your family members and everyone you can think of even your enemies i just want to say please subscribe to my podcast download anchor overcast it's on itunes also as well and share 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 don't keep this to yourself like tell everybody you can possibly tell about this podcast till next time guys bye Woo!